to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. And my name is Adam Jones. And today, that was the the last time we hear that intro that song with cans on. The, I think. the 428th and final episode. There you go, mate. What just happened to the chair? So I just, I just, it just, I don't know if that was some Traumatic ghost kind of just knocked me down yeah. a peg <laughs> yeah. physically and metaphorically. Well, uh, yeah, lo- lots of uh, emotions all over the shop and for some people it might be a huge surprise about uh, what it is. So, we'll, we'll talk about that towards the end. I guess in this episode, we're going to, yeah, firstly, maybe just rattle off some of our achievements and some of just pump ourselves up a bit, followed by reminiscing <laughs> and then toward the end, we'll talk about why and what's what we're doing and everything like that. That's it. We cracked over 7 million downloads recently, which to you didn't seem like a lot because uh, you've been telling people inflated numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy a meal. <laughs> that's, oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. What's that? A couple of, you know, it's, I suppose it's double digit percentage, but it's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's pretty bad. So, 7 mil. It's a fair few people. It's a fair few people. We got, uh, yeah, 10,000 book sales plus now. That was yeah, a few months 12, ago. 12,000. You've been yeah. going the other way. <laughs> oh, well, I've been telling the truth so on average. It evens out then, yeah. Um, and also interviewing people that we never thought we'd get to sit down and actually have a chat to. Yeah, we went heavy on interviews early days, kind of drifted away from the interviews, but there's it's a pretty impressive list, objectively. Yeah, yeah we'll rattle it off a few men. Or I guess we'll maybe when we reminisce, we'll go through who, who we did, hey? Yeah, we had the Australian Podcast Awards, shortlisted for twice. Yeah. Runner-up twice, we'll claim. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't announce who was runner up, but we didn't win. But we'll, we'll, we'll claim runner up. Yeah. So man, it's a crazy journey. It all started like we are. We were mates since we were uh, working at a pub called the Tudor Inn, pouring beers. This big dude Astro rocks up, and um, I don't know the whole story. I probably just like changed it up a bit for the for the sake of it. But <laughs> that's some extra. Spice. I went travelling um, and came back, and so we sort of knew who each other were. But then I was sitting at in Monash University. We were both studying there. I was reading how to win friends and influence people at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was clearly just a, one of a guy like Ash Joe because there's a lot it. of hot chicks and things like that <laughs> floating around. It was a bar. Everyone was having a beer, chatting to friends. And I was having a beer, reading a book. And then uh, you came up to me and said, hey, what are you reading there, mate? <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck you. you? Oh, Ash Joe. It was an intellectual love at first sight. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it was the... Uh, my first day at the pub was your last day because you were going traveling and then your first day when you got back was my last day because I got fired. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, you can fight Candice. I don't think she's listening. I can <laughs> safely say that. I don't know what Candice is up to, but she uh, she missed some some serious talent. I could have been still pouring beers like a champion. <laughs> but yeah, from there, man, we caught up regularly. So we were had breakfasts in the city. We'd, we'd talk about our side hustles we were working on, always talking about what book we were reading and then... As we're doing it, we thought we were pretty interesting. We probably thought we were pretty crash hot at the time, (laughs) reading all these books and being so intellectual and things like that, right? We were listening to podcasts like Tim Ferriss and James Altucher and Joe Rogan. We're like, oh, we're pretty much as good as those guys, so we should do a podcast as well. Yeah. So, that's what we did it. I think I had a a 10% idea of a doing it or something and then you actually went and bought the two books <laughs> and bought the the mics and said come on then like we're, and we're and so anything you want was the very first episode yeah it was anything you want i remember we um yeah we hit record it was pretty stumbly pretty rambly lots of flicking through pages there was really no structure to it uh and then yeah hit record hit stop 20 minutes later and pretty much just uploaded it yeah yeah so there's not much effort went into it and like i think um I was just looking at our photos before and videos and we, we had a crack at YouTube once and it was the most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, but it yeah. just shows that, that like 
from anything you want. It was so cringeworthy mm. at the time, but it just took like a hundred episodes worth of tinkering. And yeah. if we were embarrassed at the start, like we were embarrassed by the YouTube side of things, then <laughs> yeah. you know who knows what could happen with. We wonder why we sucked at YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I suppose because we're starting our podcast level by that stage was like two or three years in, so we'd got a lot better at podcasting, and we're comparing the yeah. two. But objectively, those videos that you just showed me earlier this morning were absolute horseshit. That was shocking. <laughs> Man, so I'm interested to yeah, hear from listeners if anyone was there from the very start. I wonder I wonder if everyone listening right now would be, right? Yeah. I know there is one person who, uh, Karen, who mm. was st- she still emailed us recently. And I know she was early, early, early. She's early as hell, yeah. So, maybe she's still sticking around. Well, thanks, Karen. Yeah, <laughs> maybe reach out again, hey? Yeah. Um, I just remember that first season. First season, man, well, the conducts. I think my voice used to break a lot. So that's a throwback <laughs> just right there in itself. I guess what people used to hang shit on me about was my voice breaking and then also not being able to pronounce words famously. Famously, famously saying gesture as gesture. Yeah. That really pissed people off. <laughs> it was, I think it was, if it was a once off, it would have been uh, fine, but just the episode, the body language episode. Yeah. Because that same word came up 15 times. Yeah. And you probably. didn't pin me up. Well, each to his own. I, I, I'm not going to, I didn't want to pull you up and teach you how to say words. <laughs> that I should know. <laughs> Maybe now. I should have. <laughs> but yeah, first season, like we did a Sydney trip, we did a whole bunch of little interviews. Uh, what's his name? Peter Fitzsimmons. He never got on, on the, yeah. on the uh, podcast. The only, probably the only one or one of we only recorded that didn't actually make it. Yeah. There was John Cotter. Who is like a, a leadership type expert? I've, oh, what's going on with these chairs oh, today? Chairs. <laughs> these new chairs off Temple and Webster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, John Cotter. Nothing against him. I think it was our fault that we just did a, a shocking interview because it was probably mm. like our third one. Uh, and we're like, oh, we'll put it up soon. We'll put it up soon, and never got it up. Mm. And then who else? I reckon there could, there could have been well, another one. Or two. I remember one. Did Andy Maslin ever got up? No, I don't think so. That, yeah, there's a few. That there was there was the guy who uh, I think as you Reach. were talking about something about no, nah, that got up. Yeah, oh. you talked about something about a dog, dog bestiality on YouTube, and then and we never put that episode up. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> oh God, maybe we did. I don't know. Jeez. There was some dirty shit from back there. But yeah, Peter Fitzsimmons never got up. He made us sit on the floor. Yeah. We're rolling in expecting a Sunday afternoon. He's given us his personal address. Yeah. Yeah. And we thought, oh, this is going to be fantastic. And then we rolled up. He did, definitely wasn't expecting us, even mm. though he'd booked the time and given us the address. And then uh, he was not pleased that we were there and just said, sit yeah. on the floor and we'll do this. And it was like a 15 minute interview. And then we fucked off. And yeah. you, <laughs> I remember at the end, you were like, can we get a photo? And you held the phone out for the selfie, hit take photo, but you had a 10 second timer <laughs> on it. So we had to awkwardly stand there, the three of us with their <laughs> arms around each other after the most awkward 20 minute interview ever yeah. for an extra 10 seconds. And that, Felt like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was shocking. No one liked each other in that room by the end of it. I think at the very start, we reviewed Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power In Within. I think we reviewed a documentary at some stage. So, yeah. at some stage, we were just like, didn't know what we were doing. We're going to, what you will learn, generic. But then we mm. just landed on books and we went hard on books. Mm. We started singing songs mm. at the end of episodes. I have no idea how that happened. Like, yeah. I just organically, we ended up doing music. I no think one, we had no idea how to finish it and then you must have just said, I oh, will do a song. Yeah. And well, I, was, I should have said no, man, <laughs> but we did that for two and a half years. This podcast was going to end one way or another. One way it could have ended was us just being cancelled <laughs> well, from those. It still could, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. One day it might just naturally just stop because if you listen, they're not politically correct songs, some of them anyway. I think we pulled some of the really unpolitically correct songs yeah. down. But some are uh, 
some are surprisingly very good because mm. they're all very impromptu, half reliant on the book notes, but half trying to freestyle rap a bit. I'd say ninety percent were just incoherent, but there was ten percent that were genuinely yeah. gold. Yeah, gold. Yeah. They, they could have gone all the way those songs. <laughs> um, so that was first season. Well, obviously kicked it off experimenting season two. I'd say that was the year of year of interviews where we just got mm. to interview the stars that we never thought we'd get to chat to. Yeah, we started with uh, Seth Godin early on. It was probably like our fifth interview or something, yeah. uh, which was a big get. Probably just a good good email by you. Good. Well, yeah, it was a good email, and it was probably just a good kept us going as well. You know, good nod of respect, I guess, even though he didn't mean it to be that we kind of took it as mm. he must think we're all right, so we kept going with it type of thing. Mm. Yeah. So we had other ones, Steve Keen, uh, that didn't go so well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of stories of doing in person interviews that didn't go so well. Yeah. Because this was, <laughs> you met him in the urinal, didn't you? I met him in the urinal and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll catch up. And he was waiting in his room, waiting for us. And we were in another room drawing yeah. dicks on whiteboards <laughs> yeah. and thought we were crash shot being at the top story of a, uh, some penthouse office. Yeah. Um, he and- was like, what? Maybe six meters away from us for forty-five minutes. Yeah, he <laughs> and was, then he came in. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? He was proper I've been angry at this whole- Yeah, <laughs> I wish we had the it rolling, the recording rolling. Yeah, we could have dropped it in. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he gave us an absolute serve, and then he was just like, "Okay, let's get on with it." And then we started recording, and he pretended like nothing happened. He switched off. Yeah, yeah he switched back on. <laughs> Mate, so we did some good interviews there. Uh, I th- you could probably rattle off a few more on that season, but then. The main one was Dan Ariely. Oh, getting that, a kebab. Season. Yeah, yeah. Taking gotcha. him some cheap red wine, getting a kebab, going Went to the, the ballet. ballet with him. Yeah. yeah. We've still got that photo. Yeah. It's a famous photo. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a good one. Just the in person. Absolute mm. legend. Mm. I wonder if he was wondering why he said yes to going to the ballet with, with us, but yeah. it, was, it was a good night. Yeah. 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 And we, we kept going. And, you know, listeners at this stage, it's really starting to ramp up as well. Like there was a lot of, uh, we're very proud of the amount of people who, listen to us and thanks everyone for listening so you know that was season two season three again more interviews mainly Cialdini our number one author of all time Robert Green now that was Mm. a massive get we were super Mm. nervous for that one especially me I think I yeah it was a very cringeworthy moment again when I was talking about me trying to develop my shadow side Mm. and I gave him a really weak story and Robert Green just looked down on me essentially Mm. and ugh and he made, he made you go into more details, I think, than you intended to give away as and well. It was just weaker and weaker the, the further you went down the rabbit hole on that, on that story. Mate, the big Cialdini man, he was uh, the only time we ever had a cold call to his office. Couldn't yeah, get through on the good, email man. and ended up, ended up cold calling his office and was able to get through and get the interview locked in. Yeah. Season four, the year of COVID, we had, uh, we had Kevin Rudd, who was an awesome interview. That was before COVID. I guess. Yeah, in person. I, again, probably one of those ones that he didn't know what he'd committed to and then he rolled in and was like, what are these guys? Why did I say yes to doing this podcast interview? <laughs> but but there was you know, a former Australian Prime Minister. It was a pretty good get, I'd say, from us. And then we got Malcolm Turnbull, also a former Prime Minister, both high-caliber people. Yeah, He gave me his number at the end of it. <laughs> said, you know, let's ask him for his number after to catch up for, you know, as a young whippersnapper needing a mentor sort of thing. I was yeah. trying to position myself and... He didn't reply to my messages. Then I cold called him as well when I was going, hey, mate, going to Sydney soon. Adam here. Remember Adam from the Land podcast? And then uh, he just, I think he hung up pretty much. Didn't he say delete my number? Yeah, yeah, he, did. he, he didn't like me. We still got it. He might have changed, but yeah, no, should, we, should, we, should we drop it? Should we give everyone his number? <laughs> Brutal, man. Um, mate, we had uh, 
three funny Dr. Carl stories. Again, more in-person Jonesy stuff-ups. <laughs> I reckon we did him three times. I think every time something he did wrong. I remember the first time he put like the mic stand on his iPad and he was – He went, I remember he went and like brushed it off and put it upstairs away from you. Yeah. And then the next time <laughs> they were doing university exams and we recorded at the university mm. and he was like, whatever you do, don't, don't leave this room unattended. <laughs> and then we walked out. We saw some dude go in, take his exam and, and doctor up the answers and put it back. <laughs> and Dr. Carl hats gave you a serve for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hats off there, dude. Um, but yeah, so we kept going. Well, we're season four here. I think from season one to probably like toying with the idea of writing a book. Mm. I think we had a few false starts. I yeah, think. definitely. Yeah, and luckily, luckily we had those false starts because yeah. they would have been pretty shit books. Man, I found some old documents on my computer the other day that were kind of decent, but just mm. never really amounted to anything. There you go. Yeah, or maybe have to dig them up, digging up, and bring them <laughs> out again. But yeah, we started. That's when we started writing the book. Probably season four or something. But anyway, it took us like a long time to write mm. the book. COVID definitely helped. Mm. It went through three iterations. So, the shit they never taught you started off as the book about books. Then it talked about the masters in books and then the shit mm. they never taught. So, it was like a lot of fucking around and finding out but it worked in the end, man. I think I uh, was super, super proud of the the book. Mm. I think it's, yeah, it's a legacy thing about the podcast. It's good to have that and then also the other one as well. So, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Definitely, man. I was probably slightly uh, met expectations or slightly under met expectations on the initial launch in terms of I was like, oh, we've got, you know, this many downloads. Surely some certain percentage of listeners will buy this book. I was slightly underwhelmed on that, but extremely uh, overwhelmed on the continuation of that. Mm. I was expecting a big spike of listeners buying and then a drop off and kind of get nothing, but it's been a continuous sort of, you know, yeah. trickle building to a, a small stream of sales. I think to sell 12,000 copies of a self-published book for two two nobodies and it's like, an expensive book as well. It's at the, probably the upper end of what a book would cost normally. Mm. So, yeah. There's plenty of people in the review say it's the best book they've ever read. Yeah. So, that's an achievement in itself that you got some super fans and I assume the super fans of the book specifically are the ones still spruiking it and mm. it's still ticking along, which is great. Absolutely. All right. Then, what well, was that season five, was it? Right at the end of season five, we launched it. I think, yeah, we started it probably. What season are we? We just finished seven, didn't we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, mate. Season six, we had the Nobel Prize winner Daniel Kahneman. That was a that was a big get mm. um, to get one of the you know most well respected authors going around, and uh, we had a lot of tech issues with that. I remember. Yeah, I remember we switched. Maybe we switched over to Riverside. Yeah, and he couldn't hear us. Yeah, the first. And there was something going on, and then. We went to Zoom and he, I think he must have pretended to hear us because I realized at the end, I think your mic was turned off. There was something yeah. real rookie that we'd done. And we're like, how did he even hear us anyway? Hmm. Like if we didn't have the mic stand on, but he managed to, we managed to get some good juice out of him. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Who was your favorite? Who was your favorite interview out of everything, would you say? Uh, we finished off the last couple of interviews we did. I think we did Ryan Holiday and Robert Green back to back which was a strong way to finish interviews, I think. Definitely Robert Green. He was the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely definitely Seth Godin was one I'm, was like one glad that we got to interview. Favorite experience probably Dan Ariely, the kebab mm. as a whole package, but a couple of prime ministers is good just for the resume. But yep. probably out of anyone, Robert Green. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd agree that. as the last episode. And then season seven, so it was, I think, demonstrated by Attitude. 
for those listening right now, mm. it might be a surprise. <laughs> this is probably the one thing where things started to crumble a little bit because Astro wrote that whole book. <laughs> if, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. We had, you, plan, we had you, plans here, right? If you love the book, uh, I'll take the credit. If you hate the book, I'll say it was a 50-50 effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we did it versus you lost. Where were that? <laughs> right? It's like the coach. Yeah. The coach of any footy team, they, they, they don't get much credit for the win, but they cop a lot of blame for the loss. And that season, there's also a few other books that were quite quite niche and specific as well. Like <laughs> probably a bit self-serving to myself. Like <laughs> some of the topics you could say were very entrepreneurship and. I think it's all right. Was there anything? I think it was all right. Yeah, it was like maybe there was anything I think was, that was maybe outside the realm. success was quite niche. That's Some like, people love that, man. I've heard they've yeah, got the most LinkedIn shares out of any episode ever. Oh, wow. Which is a low bar because most is zero. But well, it's one of those things. The more niche you go in a category, then you probably yeah. get more super fans and less generalists or something. So yeah. Maybe yeah, there's definitely. something in that. So, yeah, definitely. And Attitude Man, so that's, that's season seven. So, mate, it's been- a- I think we're allowed to announce uh, Penguin India has picked it up <laughs> as well. Yeah. Which is a bizarre- um, uh, Honestly, thought it was a scam. The first person that yeah, messaged, yeah. Oh, like some random, like it, some random person messaged on WhatsApp, saying, "Can we get the rights to this?" I was like, "What do you like? Yeah, I, I guess so." But what's the what's the go? What's the deal? I've never done this before. Yeah. And then uh, this was a this was not Penguin India. This was another bloke, and he said, "Oh, can we get the I think Marathi translation rights? We'll give you five hundred bucks. We've done the Psychology of Money. We've done some Robert Greene book. We've done some BJ Fogg book. Like so, he rattled off a few decent books. Checked out the website. Looked legit." I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, can you send the PDF? I'll check it out. Still thought it was a scam. I was like, worst case, he puts a PDF up for free and people just read the book online for free, which is not the worst thing either. Yeah. And eventually then he's like, oh, can I share this with my connections at Penguin India? Still thinking it's a scam. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Just sure. Just put this PDF up for free, give it out, whatever. Hmm. And then someone emailed saying we're from Penguin India. I was like, yeah, sure. Email said Penguin India, like in the in the URL. So it was pretty yeah. legit. So they've picked it up for the Indian subcontinent and they said they're doing the it's a equal biggest print run for the year. Twenty five thousand yeah. copies they're printing in India just with the little insane, that man. little orange penguin logo on it, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um bizarre <laughs> That's so insane. Bizarre set of circumstances. What's our listenership in India like? Uh I think it's maybe like twelve to fifteen percent of total audience. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where where they picked us up from. There you go. But it, we we haven't seen a dollar out of that yet. But mm. uh, hopefully, someone they've printed twenty five thousand copies. So yeah. hopefully, someone in India buys it. But yeah, someone will have to. I think. Well, someone will get their hands on it. Anyway. <laughs> but man, it's been yeah seven years and uh, one month. I think I'm what thirty two now. Must have started when we were twenty five. Then if I'm yeah, I was twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. Th- you're you're thirty or thirty one now. I thought you were, yeah. you're not thirty one yet. No, just tip thirty. There you go. But yeah, I think uh, I think yeah, the books, man, have been huge in changing brains mm. to where we are right now, and, and developing as people, learning about the world, learning about everything. Just consistency of doing something hard, writing the books, fucking hard work as well. Mm. Um, there's a lot of legacy things that we're both. I think we're going to uh, learn and take away from this. Is Absolutely, our- man. Mate, what's the counterfactual? What do you think? If I feel like if I hadn't read, you know, 450 books over That's the last seven question, years. Man. I hate to think where I'd be. Hundred <laughs> percent. It, it, it'd scare me, dude. especially like, dude. Mate, I, you might not be here. You I might could, not you be been, here. Literally. Yeah. Well, it started for me reading Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking. If I'd never read that book and start this journey, man, I'm fucking. I'm a dropkick or dead. Yeah. 
or spend a lot of time in hospitals. I was going to say ja- jail's probably um. <laughs> I was going to say jail. Well, maybe I'm putting a bit of salt and pepper <laughs> on that story a bit, but but maybe. <laughs> maybe it wouldn't be the first time, would it? <laughs> <laughs> Been locked up a few times, haven't I? Not for things <laughs> worth repeating. Not proud things. Gosh. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think books do it does change your life. We, I'm, I'm still reading mm. monthly. Probably a book a fortnight now. Book a fortnight, yeah. It's a book of three weeks, um, and probably quality over quantity as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And it's just yeah, pure for pure enjoyment. So yeah, so I think it's worth going onto what the hell's happened What's, while we're stopping. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Hell, yeah, if anyone's still listening, what are we twenty twenty one men's in since we just dropped a bombshell saying this is the last episode yeah. without any reason why. <laughs> but yeah, we should probably give some context. I'd say I'd say for me, man, books are the reason I'm leaving it as well. Because uh, ironically I'd say the the most impactful books for me was number one would be The Almanac and Naval Ravikant. Mm. And when I was reading that book, it, it talks about if you want to make money in life, there's three things you want to do. One is leverage one is accountability and one is specific knowledge. Mm. And I was thinking, oh, I'm a structural engineer trying to specialize in mass timber, mm. but the final piece of leverage and the most powerful form of leverage is software. So putting those things together mm. was like started building software in this space mm. um, and then putting money to it. It was like a little bet, I'd say, to begin with, just like under five grand, a few people, and then just kept plugging away at it and then on the side it just grew and grew and grew and had more and more legs and then the market needed it more and more and i'd say with the other books it was like crossing the chasm starting out niche it sort of aligned with that and then also i'd say innovators dilemma Mm. in realizing that you've got being small you can actually go up against the biggest players in in the market so i'd say those three books and then a whole bunch of other books you know, put the indicators on the signal that, oh, this is something worth having a crack at, a serious crack at. So, yeah, I bootstrapped for a long time, put a lot of my money in it, a lot of risk, totally underestimated what was we were in for. I yeah. thought it was just going to be a little <laughs> side hustle thing and we'll keep doing the podcast and things like that. But, yeah, quit the job and then, um, well, to do all of this and, yeah, ended up just get growing and then raised venture capital. So, we got 900 and almost well, 1.4 should be secured pretty soon and opened an office in Ethiopia. Mm. I'd say that's again from, from the books is like outsourcing. Mm. And, you know, we we learned how to outsource this whole time through that. And then mm. we've got a team as well in Indonesia as well. So, yeah, right now we're at that stage where it's an all-in bet for sure. And, yeah, I think it was just you, you knew it before I did that I was going to have to pull the pin on the podcast. So, it's not me, me crying, everyone. It's uh, just a croaky voice at the moment. <laughs> Could be crying. But yeah, you noticed it before because I was like, it's a 50-50 commitment from both of us, right? And it's mm. just one of those things that, yeah, I just couldn't, couldn't yeah. go the 50-50 which you needed from me rather than like, go yeah, to 80-20. Right. I think you were sort of half backing out, half looking for ways we can reduce. We kind of already reduced a little bit and then I kind of wanted to keep it going. But then I very quickly realized, I was like, no, I'd rather not do it and try to string you along and we'd die a slow death of like we're just on different pages. And so I think it was a good decision to to leave it at, you know, finish strong season seven and leave it there. Yes. And seven years, it's a good it's a good stint. Nothing lasts forever in this world. I think we both mm. knew that. Um, mm. But yeah, um, yeah. I was going to say sorry for pulling the pin, but at the same time, I, it's, you know, I, 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 I was, did feel really bad for for doing it but at the same time 
yeah, you're going to be a groomsman at my wedding next month, which mm. is exciting. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, is our friendship will uh, morph into, you know, something not centered around the podcast. That's it. Um, probably be still around books and like it used to be and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've got the bucks coming up in a couple of weeks, which as long as we both get through that, then we should be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. it was like for you, it was like, do we do we continue? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I was thinking like what uh, – you know, obviously, we've built a fair bit, you know, 7 million downloads, you know, 12,000 book sales. We've done 428 episodes. The options were at one point, I was like, okay, cool, let's just both stop. I won't do any more podcasts, won't do any more books. I'll don't know what some kind of identity crisis. I don't know what I'll do next type of thing. But I was like, no, I really do enjoy doing podcasts, enjoy doing books, really enjoy just writing stuff. Obviously, Attitude did a fair bit of the heavy lifting and enjoyed that process. I was like, well, so there's probably more books in the in the works. You know, do I just go off and write a book and then try to launch it? Uh, spoke to a few other authors slash podcaster people. They were like, yeah, you can kind of do that and disappear for a year and come back and try to launch a book, but who's going to be there to launch it to type of thing? Mm. So I was like, well, yeah, I probably should, you know, keep some kind of podcast going, keep some kind of audience going. I think also just the routine of doing the podcast just kind of helps with the thinking as well it kind of forces you to put something out every week as opposed to you know wait write a book in six months nine months 12 months and then extend your own deadlines and mm. maybe never get there type of thing i thought you know could i sub someone else in absolutely not there's no way we could i could sub in a new jonesy it just wouldn't work uh so yeah off to a new podcast i yeah. guess yeah well it's like a that's back to why we started at the start was just to not necessarily about the downloads and the listeners and all that. It was just like the actual, there's value, so much value in just the, the process of doing it and being accountable for reading books and, and writing books or whatever the future may yeah. as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, what you will learn comes to an end, uh, but I still think there is more to learn. So there's probably going to be more to learn. Yeah, <laughs> that's a title. Hey? That's it. So it's like the uh, what was the metaphor we had before? You know, Breaking Bad comes to an end, but Better Call Saul's still kind of yeah t- ticking around. So this is the more to learn. Don't really know what it's going to be yet. Definitely, there'll be some solo stuff. There'll be some interview stuff. There'll be some experimental stuff. Definitely very centered around books and authors still. Mm. Um, hopefully, you come across for a couple of early episodes as well. And um, so is that is that more to can learn? You find it right now and. Uh, yeah, more to learn, I guess. If you search, it should come up. Yeah, there's another uh, podcast, something about like a Chinese lang- learning Chinese language, which is also called More to Learn. It's not that one. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not that one. And More to Learn Pod dot com uh, should be up and running as well. Awesome, not that there's man. a whole lot there yet, but might be this is off script. Might be worth an idea to drop the first step or something this year. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Maybe we'll record something after this. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal, man. So. Mate, any closing thoughts? And uh, yeah, so I think before this, like any rawness is like good, good mm. for the listeners as well. Like, how, what's your mm. emotions? Uh, it was definitely a roller coaster for two weeks, three weeks, I'd say for sure. There was definitely uh, some sleepless nights, some identity crisis type nights, just of like what, um, yeah, what next? There was definitely early parts of like, like clinging to it, like what can we do to still make it work? You know, how else could we reduce and still keep it going? Probably for two days, I'd say there was the clinging and then there was very much the, actually, no, this is, I'd rather make the intentional decision to stop rather than try to cling and then we reduce and then we cut back again and then we cut back again and then we cut back again and then it's like, fuck it, let's just let it die in two years of, you know, slow, slow, painful death. I'd rather just kill it, kill it yeah. quick. Yeah. 
yeah, no, I think that's a, a courageous move, man. <laughs> but, um, no, no, I'm, yeah, I think it was an awesome journey, man, for seven years. Yeah, we did heaps. There's fucking just positivity yeah, I've got in my mind about it all. Absolutely, man. So many good memories. I think the the one downside of not keeping going. Yeah. Um, people saw us from 23 to 30, but not from you know 30 to 40. I feel like would be very different. Yeah. Obviously, I've got a kid. You're starting a business. I feel like the evolution. I don't know. Who knows where it would end up? Mm. But yeah, the especially the first three seasons are pretty pretty raw. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty very much sounds like a 23 and a 25 year old making yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Well, who knows, man? We've still got this, this podcast here, so we might just drop one episode. Yeah. <laughs> we find every fucking three years who or knows? something to just like do a one hour f and and what would yeah. Or well, maybe I don't know. I wouldn't can't, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't can't wait for three yeah, years. Anyone listening? <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think we're clinging to not just hit stop because something we're just rambling yeah. along. But well, what else? That's well, that's that's it, man. I think <laughs> I'm just like trying not to hit stop so it doesn't uh, yeah. doesn't end in the sense. I suppose this is, yeah, this is definitely the last uh, however many seconds left of what you will learn. It's been a good seven year journey, I suppose for yeah two blokes with no name no whatever mm. to have seven mil listeners has been good so we've appreciated everyone who's listened everyone who's signed up for our free giveaways and email list over the years everyone who's followed or liked or shared on social media uh, anyone who's bought a book i think probably without all that sort of external yeah. validation it probably would have died a lot sooner 100 percent. yeah so i think that's it just yeah thanks for the listeners and especially the ones who just reached out every now and then just mm. took the time out of their day to say well thank you for what you're doing or anything like that that yeah, it really meant a lot. It was a lot of the fuel. Obviously, I'd say thanks to both our partners as well. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at the start, <laughs> like what they, what they went through and um, everything like that. So, yeah, it's been an amazing wild ride and thanks to all the listeners and, yeah, that's all we can probably leave it on, eh? Hey?